Aloha campers, welcome back to a new episode of Campfire Adventures. It's kind of funny because when I was getting to the end of the road trip, an opportunity to keep the adventure alive came up and I'm excited to say that Campfire Adventures and the boys have made its way to Hawaii. So aloha, that's why we said that before, that means hello. But I'm just excited to say, <laughs> I'm just excited to say that word over and over again. And to be more specific, we're actually in Honolulu on the island of Oahu. And I just want to say that Campfire Adventures has once again made one of my dreams come true. Because first, we traveled across all 48 states. We got postcards, we visited national parks, told our scary stories. But now we're reaching the 49th. It's amazing because it's Hawaii out of all of them. So I'm not alone because I was able to sneak Ollie and Superman, of course, but I have a live audience here with me, and it's my cousins, the ones that you all love from Arizona, and my number one fan. So thank you all for being here. I truly appreciate you all, because I wouldn't be here without you. So can I say aloha? Because that means I love you, so. <laughs> Mahalo. <laughs> Those are some inside jokes. but. Here we are. I'm excited to tell you a new story. And I want to shout out everybody out there in podcast land for sticking through it. We made it to Hawaii. But Hawaii is built up on so many different myths and urban legends. And it's going to be a good one. I'm telling you that right now. So it's time to grab a drink. We're in Honolulu. We're actually driving in a car. So maybe not grab your drink and start driving. But grab a drink. We're driving to the hotel. And I'm ready to get into today's story. sure if you heard me when I used the word stories in the last statement, but I think it's time for us to do another twofer on one of these episodes. Yes! So, <laughs> that's my number one fan. Uh, so I have two stories that I've heard a lot about recently, and I've heard about them from my family in Nevada. You know, shout out to my friend Ray and her mom. I love you guys. But I've heard about a lot about these two stories for a long time, since I was younger, since I've been traveling around, since we're in Hawaii, obviously. So with my family in Nevada, we spent a whole night talking about different local legends on the island of Hawaii, just getting ready to prepare and discuss about, you know, how spiritual the people are, how sacred things on the island are. And with some of those stories that we talked about, I was thinking, you know, which one would it be cool to share with on this road trip and this adventure in Hawaii? So I picked two that I think you're going to like. And the first one I'd like to cover is one of the night marchers. So I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of the legend of the night marchers or not, but I actually remember hearing about them when I was younger. Um, we've been talking a lot about the movie Lilo and Stitch on this trip, yeah. but do you know how they used to have that TV show? Yeah, and it was about like, yeah, it was on Disney, and they'd go around trying to collect all of Stitch's cousins and turn them from bad to good or whatever. 
Well, they did this Halloween episode back in the day, and it was actually one of my favorite episodes. And um, there was actually a movie on Netflix about the night markers. Was there? Oh, okay, I've heard of that too. But so the show um, in Lilo and Stitch, they're going around, they're looking for some creatures that are making these noises, drums beating in the background, and they're like, what is this thing? Like, the people, the local people are getting freaked out, and it turns out that there was an experiment that was released in evil, and they needed to make them good. But after they did that, like, when the episode ended, it left on a cliffhanger because it had these phantom-like creatures walking around with fog and mist coming up and drums beating in the background, and it just kind of tapered off at the end like that. And I was like, geez, that's kind of cool, you know? Like, well, what is that, you know? When is Lilo and Stitch going to go into that episode? But they never really did. Probably would have ran into the Night Marchers right here at this uh, Jurassic Park ranch. That's where, yeah, Kalua Ranch. <laughs> so, you know, I thought, I figured, you know, 15 years now in the future, actually being in Hawaii, wouldn't it make sense to kind of finish off that childhood memory that I had, you know, the Night Marchers? Are they a real thing? Are they not? Well, I don't know, but let's hear the story. So, these phantom soldiers are called the Night Marchers, and the story goes something like this. Usually, Night Marchers are said to be seen a few nights after the new moon, and when they do make their trek across the island, because they walk across the island at night, there's usually high winds that follow, a mist that flows over the island. And then there are drums in the background to serve as a caution that these beings or these phantoms are making their way around the island. These marchers, some say, are wearing warrior uniforms and they walk across the island holding torches and sometimes weapons to protect them and light their way. Some stories say that these spirits are looking for revenge for their deaths. Some say that they're just traveling to sacred sites to help protect them. And then one thing that I thought that was pretty interesting is that they're actually in search of finding the next place to move to the underworld, like to the next world in, I guess, the spirit life. The afterlife. The afterlife, yeah. I mean, could you imagine marching oh, for your whole afterlife. life? <laughs> Forget it, cuz. <laughs> um, whatever it is that they're in search for, I mean, I couldn't imagine walking for an eternity all over an island. Maybe Hawaii because it's actually really beautiful. Actually, they got Crocs. They probably have their sport modes and Crocs going. Yeah. Sipping my ties. <laughs> okay, so obviously it's not that bad if you're in Hawaii and you want to be a spirit marcher. <laughs> but I think one of the most believable stories that you know coincides with what they're doing is that they're actually just trying to protect their island. You know, the land that they were once alive on, and now they're just protecting it in their afterlife. So these marchers are always on a mission. Even if it's a new area on the island, they are usually believed to be seen more on Oahu and the big island of Hawaii. So, wherever they find themselves marching, they have a destination to get to before the night is up. And they don't let anyone or anything get in their way. So that's why I'm saying to listen and look out for clues. Look for the mists. Look for the, you know, very windy day. And also, I guess, a couple nights after the, uh, the newest full moon. Because if you don't, and you find yourself face to face with these creatures, they won't stop for you. They won't wait for you to get out of the way. They're just going to keep marching. It's said that if you aren't able to avoid them, that they'll actually grab you and take you 
into the spirit world during their march. It's believed the only way to stop them from taking you to the... What is it called? Spirit world? Yeah. Taking you to the spirit world is by trading places with one of your family members. So if you don't like somebody, you're like, you know what? I have somebody else that you can take. Let me live my life. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, everyone has somebody they don't want to be around. I don't know. I was thinking, like, if I ever came face to face with that, could I actually do it? You know, maybe, maybe not. I got a, a list. I got a list. Ollie, you might be on that list, Ollie. So anyway. She's bossy. She's demanding. So let's say they're headed your way, right? And you're not in their path or anything. You must be free and clear, right? Well, the answer is no. The only thing that I read that you can do at this point, like let's say you're not in the way of them marching, right? But you're like on the side and you can actually see this mist and these like phantom spirits coming your way. You're not clear. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, guys. Let me just watch you guys walk by. You can't even, you're not supposed to actually lay eyes on them. So what do you do? What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to quickly get down to the floor, keep your head down, close your eyes and bow and just let them pass by. Right. If you want to believe it, there's also another legend that says that you actually have to strip down naked before you jump to the floor and bow down and close your eyes. So I'm not sure if somebody just made that up because maybe they were like, <laughs> yeah. I think this is one of the watchers. That's something like the locals would tell like any Howley. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what he would like. The night marcher? Yes. <laughs> we didn't get a picture of him. But yeah, so I don't know if you want to strip down and, you know, start bowing down and praying and like hopefully they pass you or not. But it's... It's a legend. It's an urban legend, right? I mean, I wouldn't want to provoke any of these spirits trying to take me, Rose. I'm going to have to give up somebody. Beep! <clears throat> it's also said you're not supposed to look at them in the eye, and that's when they steal, like, your soul. So you're supposed to just look down when you do hear them coming. Mm. So as these warriors are passing you, and you're bowing down with your eyes closed, you're going to hear the drums beating in the night. You'll feel the mist cover you as you walk on. And you'll hear the sounds and chants as they make their way through the night air. As they try to finish, once again, another nightly mission. And one last thing. Some people say these warriors are actually floating during their march. But then there are some that claim that they actually see footprints as these night marchers pass them, or I guess pass their house. Just to be safe, if you're out at night, especially after a new moon, be cautious and try to get home as soon as you can. Because I don't know that getting naked and bowing your head to the floor is actually gonna protect you. The only thing is, is to have a list of family members you're willing to give up. <laughs> and I would hate for anything to happen to you if you get caught in the crossfires of these night marchers. But that's the first story that we have on this twofer. That was a wild one. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yes, the Cyclops. <clears throat> For intermission, everyone, please look at the chickens to our right. Look at the cows. Oh, look at the baby. The calf. <laughs> now on to the second part of this two for episode. 
One thing that Ray and Mom and I had discussed, or at least that they had warned me about about Hawaii, is that everything on the island is not to be disrespected. Don't be disrespectful to the people or the island. And I think that I warned you all, <clears throat> some of us more than others, about taking stuff off the island. Just no, in case. No, so. nobody in particular. Just because of Pele. That's who we're talking That's about. Right. Yay, okay. Pele. <laughs> so I think that everybody, you know, who comes to the island should definitely enjoy themselves and everything that's here and just everything that it has to offer. But you don't want to take anything home. No sand, don't rip a flower off a tree, or even take a rock from the beach because all those things affect the spirits and can bring some negative reactions to you and your life. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Not taking anything. So there's one story where picking up someone might actually be a good thing, right? It's not always a bad thing sometimes, and I guess in this instance, it would be preferred because you could actually save yourself from getting some bad juju. So there's this lady, right? And she can appear to you either as an elderly woman or some young fresh thing. Either way, both women have all white hair and are sometimes dressed in all white. And usually, she's just walking on the side of the road and she'll have her hand out, like, you know, trying to hitch for a ride. And she resides on the big island. So the big island of Hawaii. So we won't see her here in Oahu. I just want to reiterate that because just in case you're on Oahu or Kauai or Maui or something like that, and you start picking up some random strangers, that's not the person that you're supposed to pick up. She only hangs out on the big island. So anyway, She's just looking for a ride, you know, and some sources say that she has a dog with her, but I guess that that's neither here nor there because I guess it doesn't make a difference. But if you see her, you should pull over because she's basically just that gonna- her? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's not <laughs> her. It's a big keeper. So you pull over, right? And she's basically like, hey, I could use a ride. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate you give me one. And you're like, yeah, okay, you know, why not, you know? I'll give this lady a ride, no big deal. So she hops in your car, and you start driving to wherever she asks you to take her, and you're going, and you're going, and you look back in the mirror to see her so that way you can make some conversation, and you realize that she's gone. The lady that you picked up and was in your car telling you to drive down the street so you can pick up local mocos is gone. But what you'll soon realize when you start talking about this is people are gonna say, that the goddess Pele usually appears to people as, like I said, an older lady with white hair or even a young lady with white hair. And she's just looking for people to pick her up because I think she's trying to like test you. She wants to see if you make the right decision. And if you don't pick her up, that's a whole different story. Bad juju. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, some bad things could happen. I mean, nothing bad would happen from you offering this lady a ride. I mean, if anything, you'd basically become an Uber and, you know, maybe she'll offer some gas money for dropping her off at home. But let's say you didn't pick her up. Let's say you didn't give her a ride. And who in the world is Pele anyway? Well, <laughs> well, Pele is actually in Hawaii, the goddess of volcanoes and fire. And she's responsible for building the islands to where they are today. And she's actually built the island for the past 70 years even bigger than what people first ever thought that it could be. 
But anyway, so with all these abilities to make lava, to make volcanoes erupt, and to make the island grow larger, would you really want to piss her off? Probably not. I don't think I would, right? No, no. So, really my cup of tea. <laughs> you know, just trying to have a good time. Maybe a couple of Mai Tais. My cat's hurt already. <laughs> <laughs> so on average, she usually looks like an older lady. But if you don't pick her up, like let's say like... Let's say you pull over and she's like, hey, could you offer me a ride? And you decide to flick her off and drive off without offering her anything. She's going to put a curse on you. You're going to have a bad time. Basically. And I'm not sure exactly what happens for sure. I think it's different for every person, especially the interaction that you have with her. But it's not a good idea, like we said, to piss off this goddess. Whoever is unlucky enough to have not given her a ride will feel the wrath of Pele and then prepare to live a life of heartache and bad luck. Eternity in hell. Exactly. I mean, you thought the Night Marchers had it bad. Apparently, they're living it up over there. But if Pele's putting a curse on you, I don't think it's worth it. We actually had a couple instances where some things happened after warnings were given. Arlene! <laughs> but... <laughs> But I think it's safer than uh, safer to just off to give her the ride or even offer it and just have her disappear in the back of your seat. I offered to carry her at the beach last night. She didn't listen. Oh my god! I don't know if jokes are accepted. Maybe they like have a really good sense of humor here. <laughs> but I think what I said about respecting the island and making sure to be aware of other people's cultures and customs is pretty obvious to do. I don't think enough of us do that, especially when going like. I guess I didn't do that as much when I went around the country, you know, I could have. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm alive and we're fine. But I did a lot of research, you know, into the spirits, into the culture and the customs of Hawaii, and especially hanging out with my friends and family from Nevada, you know, Ray and my mom out there. We were talking about the Hawaiian goddesses and, you know, the gods and everything, and it's just better to be respectful. And I guess yeah. that maybe that's a bigger lesson throughout this whole podcast. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for scary stories. So to protect yourself, make sure after new moon, you get home quickly. I also talked about that with my friend, you know, in Nevada, we were talking about that. And they said that you have to have beds in a certain direction where they won't block the doorway because the night marchers might well no <laughs> because the night marchers might make their way through your house and even if you're there if you know they'll trample your bodies sometimes but with all that said 1.8 miles continue on to h2 south toward honolulu with all that said just do a little bit of research before you go out on your travels and vacations and stay safe and enjoy yourself and be respectful be respectful <laughs> Because the chickens on their <laughs> But we've completed our first episode in a place that we needed to take a plane to. I didn't get a chance to bring beautiful. I mean, that would be an, a lot more expensive trip. But the boys are here. And then my family from Arizona is here. Woo! And it just made this episode so much more special. So I just feel super thankful to be here. And this is actually my last full, well, I guess half day on the island. And we've had so much fun. Oh, do you guys want to say some of the stuff that we did? Uh, two brothers and a one sister. That's the line. I got two brothers and a one sister. Just took a dip in the Waimea Falls. <laughs> Waimea Falls is so cool. It's really refreshing. Actually, really cool. It's like chilly. cold, cold, cool. Little chilly. But refreshing. That's, that's the right word. 
And we went um, snorkeling with sea turtles. We saw so many of them. There was quite a bit. And they'd like pop up. And we got to see Jay Hernandez filming his Magnum P.I. show. Woo woo! Oh yeah. Right outside the hotel. <laughs> yeah. And like, we did a dinner cruise. Dinner cruise. Got our club cool. on and our drink on. And I died three times. <laughs> My number one fan died three times, but you know, another miracle on this podcast tour. Came back to life. We hiked the Diamond Head. Diamond Head, yeah. That was cool. We got to see the whole really island all the way from the top. And we've eaten a lot of good food. And we saw Luau and saw Fireblower. My cousin picked it up really quickly, so she's gonna do a little show before we leave. <laughs> and then also, if you don't know out there, shout out to freaking Crocs for having a sports mode on your shoes. We'd like to thank our this week's broadcast sponsor. <laughs> Crocs are so nice sponsor. Just kidding, but pick us up though. Where you at, Crocs? Well, yeah. Hashtag Crocs for life. Crocs, they just feel really comfortable on your feet. They can make any They're going to be like, you know what? We like the commercial better than the whole episode. But anyway. Name's Gabriel Borges if you're looking to give somebody free stuff. <laughs> yeah, you could you know, give us the DMs and then I'll, I'll connect you guys so you can get all that free stuff for him. But with all that said, I just want to give a huge thank you, like I said, to my family and to everybody out there in Podcast Night for listening. I can't believe you continue to listen to these crazy stories. But that's our Hawaiian adventure twofer. And I guess I'm just going to say mahalo and aloha. Mahalo. 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 Don't forget that you can see all our pictures because we're going to have tons and tons and tons of pictures on our Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcast. And then you can see a lot of the behind the scenes, even more stuff than I could post on there on the website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And then every noise you heard was because we are in a car driving back to the Waikiki Beach side to go hang out for a few more hours before I have to fly out of here and hopefully be able to smuggle Ollie and Superman back on the plane. So we got to go because we got some stuff to do. But cheers to everybody out there and aloha goodbye, not aloha hello. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.